Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Inc. Realty. Today, along with Robert Lewis Jr. of Inc. Realty, Philip talks about negotiation strategies for sellers. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And today, Rob, the realtor, Robert Lewis Jr. and I. What up, Rob? What's going on, sir? We are we are talking about negotiation strategies for like a seller. So I'm a seller. I'm coming to Rob. And we talked last week about when to negotiate, which is like before you know, get the contract, during during the contract. After the contract, right? Now we're going to mm-hmm. talk about some of the strategies. Let's, let's do one strategy for each part of the process, right? Let's give an example of one or two strategies for each part of the process. So so when you're negotiating before, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess, and this obviously will be before you list the property, right? What, mm-hmm. what, are you, you know, what are you doing in that process to start the negotiation process? So initially... I want to know exactly what the seller wants to get out of the process. And that way I can lay the majority out there up front so that basically there's no need to negotiate. This is what we want. Give it to us. Let's go. Uh, Cause I try to limit all of that. Okay. Give it up front. Hey, this is what we want. Here's the documents, sign them. Let's go. And if they do that, then it makes all the process that much more easier. The seller's already happy because they got what they wanted. Uh, the buyer's happy because they got the house. Win-win for everybody. So uh, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Discovery, see what the seller wants. Uh, lay it out there, at least what they, and I say it with this disclaimer, that the seller has to allow you to give that information, whatever information they want to put out there, that's on the seller. We, we cannot give information that the seller does not want us to give. Got so it. let me lay that out there first. Now, I, 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 I understand. I understand. And, and so, and so w- w- once the seller knows what they want, they've communicated that to you. They've told you what, you know, um, what they're comfortable sharing. So everybody's super clear, right? So I, what I hear in the first round is clarity between you and the seller so that y'all go into the process with, with little to no surprises. So y'all are one unit. Exactly. And now, after somebody get, gets a contract, now how now what's the negotiation process like from the seller's point of view? Okay, from the seller's point of view, once we are under contract, the first thing that we're going to be negotiating is repairs. There may be some, there may be none, just depends on what the inspection is. Now, I give sellers the opportunity to get a pre-listing inspection and have that posted. Again, this is doing negotiations up front, and I'm probably about, I'm say, 50-50 in terms of sellers that do or sellers that don't. But the benefit to doing that up front 
is that you get the inspection, you post the inspection report, and you can say, I did this, I did this, I did this, that's all I'm doing based off of this inspection report that happened two weeks ago. <laughs> if you don't do that, then you don't know what the underlying issues of the house are. And then once the buyer has that inspection report, then they come to you with what they want to be happy, what they want to happen. And you're, and so, you're in reaction mode instead of. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because a lot of times sellers truly don't know what the inner workings of the house are. They don't know that their HVAC system has been leaking and it looks like it may need to be replaced within the next year or so. Because people don't check. For the most part, most people uh, hopefully change their air filters out on a regular basis. Hopefully at a bare minimum. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. So then, so then they, you know, so we got the repairs part. So that's agreed on. Now we are, uh, we, ex- they, they, okay. So we get to get the contract. They got to make an offer. They did the due diligence. All right. Now the after, after the contract part, what are we negotiating in that part? So before we're at, before we're at the closing table, but after, you know, the contract part, what are we negotiating? then? So a- after repairs, the only thing that would come up that could possibly be an issue is appraisal. And that's making sure that the property appraises for the value that um, the loan is for. However, again, up front, there's appraisal waiver forms. You've already run comps. You've talked about value. Hopefully, the seller agrees with the expert in the transaction, which is the agent. And they say, you know what? You say list it for this. We're going to list it for this. We understand that the value from an appraiser will probably come in at this amount. And we can use real numbers. Let, let, let's say the house is valued at $500,000. That, that's what I, as an experienced agent who looks at comparable, says, you know what? Your property will probably appraise at $500,000. I, as an experienced agent, recommend that you list the house at 499.900 and allow the market to make adjustments and push the property up. Obviously, we are in a competitive market. Everybody knows that. So more times than not, you'll get offers over and above the 499. Now, when we're talking about the appraisal aspect of it, with the appraisal waiver, I can say, hey, up front, any offers that come in over list price need to be accompanied with an appraisal waiver, period, point blank. So that way we are nipping that part of the bud up front. So if I get an offer at 525, it needs to have an appraisal waiver covering that amount or else that offer does not look as attractive because they do not have the appraisal waiver, which means when it comes down to the appraisal, then we have to do another negotiation, which again, I'm trying to eliminate all of that up front. So an appraisal waiver eliminates negotiation after the appraisal. Right. That's basically saying that the buyer is willing to pay 525,000 for the property, no matter what the appraised value is. 
Got it. And, and are you also able, because this is this will be one thing that I would probably put in there from my experiences. Can you say also uh, no VA loans? Because <laughs> that caused us to renegotiate one time because I was like, but they can put 0% down. So if it went over the appraised value, we had to renegotiate. And, you know, I was not, you know, I wasn't super happy with the, I mean, we were so far in the process that, you know, right. It, it, right. it made exactly. sense. But so with VA and FHA loans, they have an, an appraisal clause within the third party financing addendum that means the property has to appraise for their loan value. Mm-hmm. Now, within that same document, you can reduce what that appraised value is. And that means the buyer is still willing to pay over and above that amount, which eliminates what you're just talking about. That, that, um, yeah, I didn't plan to put no money down and appraise lower. So you want to take the lower price? Be like, what are you talking about? Like, no. Right, exactly. Um, But to to answer your question, I don't like to do that because it comes into murky waters. Got it. In terms of regulatory stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily want to say discriminatory, but for for lack of a better way of saying it, I I don't want, you know, because it's all money. Right. It's just where it's coming from. Got, got, got it. Got so, it. And there are ways that buyers and buyer it's agents it's can write a contract that still eliminate that appraisal aspect up front. Or, 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 or and, I, and now we're just talking. So, but I was like, or it can be something that if you do come with this loan, here are the stipulations, right? You know, if, if it's, if it's over, if it's, you know, you, 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 you promise to pay, you promise to have the cash to pay over and above, right? The appraisal for the VA. So we don't right. have to renegotiate this afterwards. Right. Now, now specifically, you can only use the appraisal addendum for conventional loans. Got but it. even with FHA and VA, you can still work it so that that appraisal aspect is is negotiated up front. Got it. Okay. No, perfect. It perfect. just takes a seasoned agent to do it. Most agents don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Anyway, I, I won't, I won't throw anybody under the bus. But uh, um, <laughs> um, where can anybody reach if they want more information about uh, about this, uh, about uh, real estate negotiation, buying and selling homes? Mm-hmm. So the best way to reach me is my cell phone three one seven. 372-3022. You can email me at rob at inkrealtygroup.com. That's ink with a K. And I am Rob L. The Realtor across most social media channels. Appreciate you, Rob. Thanks for sharing. Most definitely. Y'all make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. 
Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.